<laughs> everyone, it's uh, Charles Velasco, and I'm the team leader of the Velasco team of Remax. We got Jordan sitting here doing his thing. So I'm also the owner of Life in Sacramento, where it's our mission to provide everything Sacramento-related by partnering up with local businesses for fun giveaways and spotlighting the talented Sacramento-based uh, creatives and business owners like Brandon right here. And yeah, uh, today in the podcast, uh, we have... Come on, Hillary, stop making fun of me. <laughs> today on the podcast, we have us the mastermind of Shot Archives, Brandon Miyazaki. He's a visual creative who delivers amazing content through multiple forms of media, is also one of my good friends as well. Uh, we're on a journey mm. to get cut. We got the dad bod going on, but, you know, we, we, we get in the gym with our guys. And yep. we get there. So welcome to the podcast, man. How you doing? Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, I'm a big, big fan of everything you do, obviously. And, and uh, you know, I will say, man, just our, uh, from a friendship perspective, from a business perspective, it's good having people like you in your life to hold you accountable, to remind you that you have a dad bod every morning. And, uh, <laughs> you know, just uh, it's been a grind, man. And, and I think, uh, what, we're going on maybe three years of, of, of doing work with each other and, uh, you yeah. know, just trying to figure out life together right so it's been fun yeah man and uh you're the only person that doesn't sleep as like has the least like the, besides anyone i know you sleep the least <laughs> yeah yeah so, do you want to why don't you just tell them a little more about like yourself like <clears throat> how much like how intense you are if your workflow because i don't think people see what you really do behind the scenes like what's your usual uh day look like Ooh, all right. So, no, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, obviously it, it kind of uh, fluctuates a little bit, but I used to be one of those creators where I would, uh, you know, I was a night owl. So I would stay up till three, four in the morning and then wake up at eight o'clock and then keep going. Right. But as I've matured and over time, um, now my workflow is I get up at 4 a.m. every day and uh, Mondays and every Fridays. Pretty much every day, because it's one of those things. Even when I, when I try to sleep in, like you can't, right? Your body's just on on like a, a, a alarm clock. So, um, you know, maybe maybe if I do get to sleep in on the weekends, it's maybe like five or six. I, I I will give you that. But usually it's around four o'clock every day. I wake up, and um, I'm just shooting usually nonstop from eight to five p.m. Eight to six. Sometimes eight p.m. If it's you know we're doing twilight shots on a property. Uh, get home and that's when the fun stuff happens, right? That's when you start editing and all that. So it's just a nonstop grind of making sure that everything gets done. Now that I have a team, making sure that everyone's being held accountable, everyone's turning in their assignments. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a grind, man, for sure. Nice. And uh, so what uh, what made you uh, mm. switch your schedule and what made you like more, like kind of like want to switch it up? Yeah, so... That's a great question. I think that you, you have to continue to introspect, you know, think about what you're doing to maximize your time. And, and, and over time, that also brings meaning to your life, right? Like, why, why do you work so hard? So, Charles, like, why do you work so hard, man? Because I know you're nonstop just like me. Why do you work so hard? Uh, right? I have a five, seven-year goal, like a crazy goal to, like, and it's mostly to help everyone else around me, like the whole world. So, yeah, yeah. Like, of course, like you need money and you need resources to do that. And you need to kind of show people like, oh, I've actually done something meaningful. Yeah. 
So that's why I work so hard. And that's my little time frame. I have five, seven years to do it. Yeah. Well, so no, that's, that's great. So I think, I think for, for me too, um, just trying to find ways to become, become more efficient with my time so that I can spend more time with my family. Um, so I can continue to provide for my family, be the best version of myself so that I can take care of others and, and, uh, live, live a amazing life in the long run. Right. So that's, that's why I wake up at 4am. That's why I, I'm constantly trying to figure out new ways to become more efficient and uh, deliver the best quality I can to my clients. Yeah. And then eventually, are you going to stop editing or have someone else edit it? You know, there's, there's a fine line, right? Because people hire you for your editing abilities, but at the same time, you need to be honest with yourself and what you can handle. And um, that has been the biggest thing for me recently, especially this last year, is learning how to scale up the business. So uh, now that we have multiple shooters on the team, we have multiple ways to edit photos, videos uh, faster. Um, so figuring out those things about the business has really been able to help us increase our productivity and then the quality we're able to offer our clients as well. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then uh, when it comes to like, kind of like let us know your story, like how did you end up becoming Shaw Archives? <laughs> so, I know that the name, you know, the name itself is something where I, I was just, uh, I knew I wanted to do something in media with cameras. And yeah. so I was just trying to think of something that was a little bit ambiguous, but that had some relevance to shooting. Um, and then all, all creators know that you end up having just hard drives full of media, like photos, videos, whatever. So that's where shot archives just kind of came from. I thought, I thought it was catchy. Um, I went to UC Irvine for school for business economics, and I was planning on going to the Bay Area to get a nice corporate job. Um, ended up coming back to Sacramento and uh, helping my family business. We have a dental practice in Midtown, so started helping them over there with some of their marketing uh, and just media uh, on a daily basis for just different dental, dental companies, uh, clinical treatments. So that was kind of my first time really getting to hold a camera on a professional level and learning the ins and outs. And then from there, uh, I started shooting uh, with, uh, models, started shooting fashion, um, and then, you know, landscapes, all of the above, started shooting music videos, weddings, I think like a lot of videographers and photographers. And then, uh, what was it? I started meeting just realtors and started hearing the need they had for property photos. And uh, the first realtor that I shot for was Luann Chukasho, who is... Oh wow! Well, Killing man. it nowadays. Yeah, she's my very first one, and wow. uh, I think I, you got the I think you I, got the best at first, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, and then and then my second one was John Campos, and he's a beast too. So you know these are the two two all stars, right? And then um, over time, like they were nice enough to you know let me learn and kind of grow from those experiences, and then I met guys like yourself, you know, and Elizabeth, and and uh, just now now we shoot for you know anywhere from 50 to 100 agents at a time. So it's That's crazy. Uh, it's and crazy, how many yeah. are you doing a month right now in a week? So uh, in a week right now, probably averaging around 25 a week. So we're probably around 100 a month right now. And and the reason why I, I knew I needed to build a team was the fact that right now inventory is historically low, right? So once inventory also starts going up, I'm going to need more bodies, more amazing shooters to make sure that yeah. we can, you know, be there for all the agents on all the different scheduling um, that they need to. Yeah. Cause it's like, 
or you'll go crazy. Yeah, I'll go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of funny because we both dealt with the same thing. We're just like, you know what, we need help. <laughs> or we're not going to be able to like give the good customer service that everyone's used to. Yeah, and uh, I always joke that, uh, you know, people ask me, would you ever go into real estate? And I joke with them that I'm not crazy enough to be a realtor. But I think from my point of view, the fact that I have to help so many realtors, that is pretty crazy because to work with realtors, your guys' schedules are nuts. They're packed. So for us to be able to schedule all the shoots, for us to be able to turn around everything with between 24 to 36 hours, make sure you guys are happy with everything. Um, it, it is a job, but something that uh, I personally take great pride in and um, just want to make sure that your sellers, the clients that you guys represent, they love it. And uh, that's why you guys continue to get hired, that kind of thing. Yeah, on top of that, dude, it's like, Real estate so fast. I mean, if you're even involved with anything considering real estate, it's just like, dude, like we're at the mercy of our clients every second. Yeah. We have to be yep. on top of every little detail. And uh, yeah, I appreciate your heart. I kind of want to tell everyone a funny story because I feel like this would be a funny story to like cut. So I, oh, no. time, I thought I was so fucking cool. <laughs> remember when I called you at like 2 a.m.? I was like, dude, I should put sicko mode, an instrumental, as a fucking or for our listing video. And you're like, dude, I'm down. And you freaking did it at like 3 a.m. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck do you tell your wife? <laughs> like, hey, by the way, Charles wants to promote it. Yeah. Um, disclaimer, I always tell people that uh, uh, copyrighted instrumentals, you know, we, we, we could potentially get flagged. But I we think it's anymore. dope. We can't anymore. Yeah, we can't anymore. But I think it's just, it's, it's. It's one of those things where, I mean, that's a great example of how we're willing to customize and grow with our clients. So if they're trying to go for like a certain brand identity, yeah. um, we definitely want to try to just, you know, within the, within the limits of what we can do, uh, deliver on whatever it is. So, I mean, I don't want anyone else except Charles texting me at three in the morning or two in the morning uh, asking those kind of requests. But at the same time, that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely listen to the clients and, you know, half the time or 99% of the time, we'll just go with what they say and, and, and you know, make them happy because that's the, what their vision is for their marketing. Yeah. And then how did you come up with the name Shot Archives? So, yeah, Shot Archives, I mean, you know, it's, it's more of an abstract type name, um, but yeah. it kind of just deals with the fact that, yeah, we're, we're shooting nonstop. And um, at the end of the day, you come home with just hard drives full of material that kind of just go off in the archives, man. So it's, it's, it's not a too deep of a name, but I thought it was kind of catchy and um, it, 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 it kind of fits, right? Do, do people like in the street call you show archives? Because I know I do that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's funny because... Uh, I'll, I'll show up to some, some meetups with other content creators and, and yeah, when, when we, when you're referred to by your Instagram handle, you, you know, you've, you've made a, your presence known. So it's, it's, it's kind of cool. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's people that I definitely know them just by their, their handles. Right. So it's, it's a, it's a cool thing. <laughs> and then how do you feel like you're making life better in Sacramento? That's a great question. Well, I think, um, you know, you can't discount what we do as content creators because I think that our job is to showcase something, right? Our job is to, to put something out, in, whether it's in social media or in, in some sort of creative fashion to showcase the item in the best light possible. 
And I think that just working with realtors on a uh, real estate level, uh, showcasing the areas, showcasing the homes, we're bringing attention to Sacramento. And, and um, you know, we, we, we know all the Bay Area buyers that are coming in Sacramento right now, too. So we take great pride in showcasing Sacramento in the best light to really attract these buyers as well. And then I think just being able to network, being able to meet guys like yourself, guys like the Trevor Fongs out there, right, who freaking know everyone in town, um, being able to showcase all of what you guys do in the best light possible, uh, that's something we take great pride in. So I think we're kind of the, the messengers of, for you guys, where, where we come on to these projects and we just want to kill it for you guys because you guys are, are big influencers in the area, the, the local celebrities of Sacramento, and so we want to give you guys the, the spotlight you deserve, right? So who who do you think is a celebrity in Sacramento? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, you know it, it it's it's funny because I think there's definitely a lot of of influencers because that's the view of Sacramento. It's such a small town, yeah. but but it's a growing it's a growing town, right? So uh, I, I don't know if there's any like big time like celebrities like Hollywood but at the same time the influencers like yourself man I mean pe- people know I shoot for different agents and they know that I shoot for you so, so it's like oh you, oh yeah like you shoot for Charles Velasco huh I, I hear that on the daily man like we That's get it. hit up by agents <laughs> so guys like that and then I've known you know Tr- Trevor I like to name drop him because I've known that guy since high school and just being able to see him go from the uh, dark-haired guy from high school to now the blonde guy in the clubs, you know, killing it in the State Farm insurance game. It's uh, it's just been cool. It's been so cool seeing all these different business owners that I've known, especially in the last, like, five, six years, that are now reaching that new height because they've stuck to the plan and they've, really delivered on whatever service they're able to deliver on. So now yeah. people respect them and they're out there. People know who you are. So that's, so those are the celebrities I see. The, the, the business owners I've been working with on the daily that are now bringing others together like yourself and in this podcast. Yeah. And honestly, what's weird about SAC too is that like, don't you feel like a lot of business owners in SAC are becoming a lot more successful than they were back in the day? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's because the community has been coming together, right? So we're all supporting each other in some some shape or form. And whether it's all the mixtures going on and everyone kind of really knows each other, so they're making those those really strong connections. Uh, or I, I just think it's it's a it's a it's a growing, thriving community right now. So it's 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 great to see. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. And then, uh, what did you think about Sacramento ten years ago compared to now? <laughs> so. Okay, so I, I, what, I went to college in 2007, all right, so it's, it's, been, a, it's been over 10 years, but I just remember back then, it was a choice of me going to UC Davis or UC Irvine, and uh, one of the things that the, on the UC Davis college tour that they told me was that there's so much to do at Davis, Sacramento's just down the street, and I remember looking over at my dad and being like, I need to get out of here. Like, I, I, I can't do this. <laughs> Sacramento back then, it still had like that real cow town type of vibe, right? It was uh, 
uh, a quiet city. We didn't have the cool, you know, Doco or the new arena at that time. So I think uh, fast forward now and just seeing what it's grown into and, and just the energy in the area, the, the, the pace of life in the area, um, it's just amazing to see. I think we've, uh, we've grown so much in terms of just the professionals we have here, the money that's coming into the area, and I look forward to the next 10. Oh yeah, the the amount of like money and like people from other states is that's coming is crazy. Yeah, like it's it's absolutely nuts. And then, uh, so uh, tell me like one of your funniest stories when you like shot content. Like, what is the weirdest thing you've done, <laughs> and what is like the craziest thing you've done? Oh man, start with weird. I mean, I, I do have some weird stories, man. Okay, I, I will t I will tell you one. And uh, this is actually something that only a few people know about. <clears throat> so, and you actually saw some of these people today. So the last few years, I've, I've been the shooter for Remax Gold, right? Great, great brokerage. I love everyone over there. But uh, was it two or three years ago, I was shooting your guys' big award ceremony that you guys have at the convention center or had at the convention center. And I was supposed to be at the convention center at, at, at a certain time. <clears throat> and I had to go drop, I had to go stop by an office to pick up some more camera gear. So I, I'm like, maybe like 20 minutes away. I had like five minutes, uh, five minutes to spare uh, for time. And I run into my office, I come back out to my car. And I realized I locked my keys in my car. Okay, all my equipment, all my camera gear, was in my car, and I only had like a few minutes to spare before I, I'd be late to the appointment, right? To, to the award ceremony. Yeah. And this is something you don't want to mess up, you know? Like, I love Remax Gold. You guys are, are awesome, and there's like agents from all over uh, California that come to this event. So, dude, I got a rock. I broke my own car window. <laughs> and. No, and only like one other person because I had another shooter with me, and uh, it's funny because he pulled up right as I was breaking into my own my own car right outside outside the office, and he was just like, "Dude, what are you doing?" And I just told him I was like, "Man, I can I I cannot be late to this, and let's just get the job done." And that's always my mindset, right? Like you go through some stressful times in your life, but you just got to make the best of it. And sometimes you have to sacrifice a car window and break into your own car. But at the end of the day, I got the job done. It was a great event and uh, it makes yeah. for a great story now. <laughs> it's smart because you think about the business, not just that one time you think about yeah. the business. So like, I mean, yep. I even uh, told them, I was like, I, I was at a Remax, I was like at a lunch with all the Remax gold executives, like all the top mm -hmm. people. And I was just like, they were all talking about like, oh, like what vendors we should use. Yeah. what people we should like look into like basically like partner with and yeah. i was like you know what shot archive should be <laughs> the standard for remax gold listing videos and pictures <laughs> i love it Th thank you man i appreciate it i appreciate like, it shout hey, out to know, stephanie you flood know <laughs> you know that guy <laughs> no nope. i love it thank you yeah so that's hella funny what was like the weirdest thing you've ever done on a shoot or seen weirdest um let's see you know i don't know there, there have been some pretty weird things i don't know if i can even comment on some of these things but 
But I'll, I'll say, just going back to the real estate world, since a lot of my business now is directed towards real estate, and I think, Charles, you can attest to this too, but sometimes you go into these homes and you wonder if these people even want to sell their home, right? Because you walk into these houses and they are just, some of them are just trash. Let's be honest, right? And Dude, I actually want to tell you a funny story. So I went on <laughs> okay. to list a house to help a home seller. He literally had his pee right next to us on the kitchen table. Like I was looking at the presentation and everything. He had a bucket of his own piss next to us. Why? I, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I will tell you this then. Good to go off that, right? I, I have found real estate as fast-paced as it is and how it's a very humbling in industry because you get to see, as a shooter and as an agent, we get to go into the most intimate place where people, I mean, this live. is where they live, right? Yeah. And so we get to go into their homes and see how people are living, the different conditions, and it makes us grateful for what we have, makes us aspire to want more. And I, th I think that's the beauty of what I get to do on a daily basis is I basically, you know, an, an agent calls me, they let me know, hey, go to this address. <clears throat> I show up. And a lot of times, they'll be my first time seeing these properties, right? And within the very first seconds I'm there, that's when I'm scoping out everything. And when it comes down to just how things are picked up or just different angles to get, we have to tell the story of these properties in the best way possible and create a movie around them essentially, right? So, yeah. you know, go, go, going back to uh, just some of the weirdest stuff that, that I've witnessed. Um, I mean, literally you go into some of these places and like you said, like you'll see some really disgusting things, but uh, they're, no, there have been there have been countless times where I've also had to just Photoshop dogs out of photos because owners won't put their little chihuahuas away or or uh, or I, I've I've literally found myself having to pick up people's dirty clothes off the floor and and stuff like that, right? So it doesn't sound that weird, but um, it's it just it really makes you wonder kind of where these people are mentally, the fact that they want to sell their house and and we want to do the best for the agent and for the sellers, yeah. so. We're playing these situations where, where it's like, all right, let's just get the job done. Yeah, because stuff like that, like little things like not making the bed or stuff like that, that's thousands yeah. of dollars in the buyer's eyes. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even like a like a doorknob missing, stuff like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So this is the question we ask every guest on the podcast, and we get so many different responses. Some are funny. Yeah. Others are sentimental or serious. Respond however yeah. you, you like. When you die, how do you want people to remember you in Sacramento? The legacy question, man. Yeah. You know, I, I think, I think, I think when it, when I when I pass away, I, I just want to be remembered for being a very honest person, uh, a, 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 just a, a a good man, as you and I like to call it, right? Whenever we do something right, you know, you're 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 a good man for doing that, Charles. So, um, I it's it it amazes me when I meet elderly people, like people that are in their 80s and 90s, and they're some of the sweetest individuals out there. Um, some of them are, and I just I just I I, I look at them in just awe and wonder because I'm like, you know, you've experienced all these decades of life you've experienced so much in your life and you are still such a genuine sweet person and 
and I, I hope that when I'm 80, 90 years old, if I make it that far, that people will remember me for being fair um, and just honest and true. I think that that goes along with the integrity. And so whether it's from a business perspective or just from a friend and family perspective, um, I hope that uh, people just look back and, and, and they get that good vibe, right? And then um, yeah. just from for my family and, and, and close friends, just making sure that when, I, when I'm gone, that I, I've left a, a positive legacy, a role model for them, and uh, just something to, to hopefully aspire to be, just to work hard and wake up at 4 a.m. and hold yourself accountable every day. Yeah, man. Well, thank, thank you for sharing the message with all the followers and people <laughs> to it. So thank yeah. you guys for, uh, for tuning in to the Life in Sacramento podcast. Thank you, Brandon, for hopping on. I know you probably you. have like 10 edits to do for pictures <laughs> and video. True. Yeah, I do actually. I'm getting, I'm getting text messages right now asking for uh, ETAs on things right now. So, <laughs> yeah. how many text messages do you get a day right now? Uh, shoot, man. I I would say I would say text threads not as much as you, but I probably have like thirty or forty text threads a day that I'm keeping up on. You know, um, that's still a lot. Yeah, I, I don't know how you do it though, man. Because yeah, that's that's it's a lot, and then along with that emails and all the other stuff too right so it's yeah. uh it's, it's a fun business yeah and uh so when are you going to get up to uh 10 shoots a day well you know well that's the beauty of it right now so in the last four years or four years ago uh, i wasn't shooting real estate and and i essentially told myself that back then i was like in four years i really want to be able to take over the real estate game in sacramento and so, oh really? You told yourself that? I told myself that, man. And I don't think I've, I think people, you know, I've I've made a splash around Sacramento for shooting real estate, um, but it's still something I, I'm I'm aspiring to to you know be the be one of the top dogs, uh, or you know the top dog in Sacramento for that. So I think the beauty of it is I've never had to market myself at all. It's always been uh, uh, mouth to mouth, like re re referrals, and. Um, you know, the, the, the thing now is that now that I have a team of, of, of I have th three shooters that are just amazing that train with me, that, that have trained with me for over, uh, you know, three month periods of time to shoot everything the way that I do, to kind of see a home the way I do. I've tried to really pack in four years of knowledge into the training sessions. So now that we have more shooters, yeah, I'm hoping that, yeah, we'll be up to 10 shoots on a daily basis and, and just a couple months to be honest so a couple months. we'll see how it goes we'll see how right. it goes well, yeah. well the inventory is changing so there's more listings yeah uh, yeah you already have like 10 you got to help me put on this year so that are really all right good. So, dude i'm excited for you guys and thank yeah, you uh, if you guys uh want to reach out to brandon uh follow him at at Charlotte archives on instagram uh also if you know anyone that wants to do uh real estate shoots let them know listing videos pictures yep stuff like that but yeah thank you for being a part of the podcast man thank you man i appreciate it and uh i'm sure i'll talk to you probably later today so i appreciate it man thank you so much yeah. for your time all right thanks <laughs>